Let's do it. Okay, say something into the microphone, ma'am. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's working. Great. Good. Great. Okay. My pen. Check this out. What? Oh, you can play that song? I can hear it. Mega Screen Time. Welcome to Mega Screen Time. Um, a podcast with me and Eamon. I'm the dad. I'm the son. Yeah. And we're yeah. going to talk about uh, some stuff on this podcast. This music that you're hearing, Eamon, who is it? It's uh, Magic Sword. I'm not sure what the, the people are playing it, but the, the album is Magic... No, wait. Maybe it's a band. Yeah, I think the band is Magic Sword. Yeah. Magic Sword, and you picked this out the other day. Yeah, it's really good. This is your music, and we're playing it. We probably shouldn't play too much of it because we didn't, um, you know, get their permission to use it as our intro music, so I'm going to fade it out. Well, so Magic Sword, um, Volume 1 is the name of the album. Oh, this is where it gets cool. Uh, yeah. Well, here's our podcast. We did it. And by did it, I mean we sat down to start. Uh, Lord knows where we'll go uh, as we as we go. Do you want to start by asking me anything? No, you ask first. How was school today? Really good. Yeah, what made it really good? I liked art class. You liked art class. Yeah. We got to. We made like. We made like um little uh jars we we drew jars like the circle for the oval for the lid and then a little container and we it would it would we'd draw like a couple overlapping and then paint in all the things and then um where they overlapped mix the two colors and for the lids it would just be a slightly different it would be the mixed color for that jar and the main color mixed to make the lid color for the jar so these were drawing slash paintings of jars yes cool and you did some uh and we made thank you cards to uh someone from my class's family newton's family restaurant tuck tuck right oh man i made a frog card i kind of want to go back in time right now and ask you about that field trip to newton's family restaurant the day yeah so your entire class took a field trip yes. to one of your classmates, the the restaurant that his parents run here in yeah. Portland. It's yes. a Thai restaurant, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So you guys all went there for lunch. Yeah. The pod thai is so good. You had pod thai. You were very happy. I had it. pod thai, uh, fruit, and an egg roll, but I didn't really like it. Mm. And a ton of rice. Mm. And there was a rule. I remember. That's my favorite part. What? The, you're you're you were upset. You're not allowed to ask for soy sauce. Yeah. So because it our was, our teacher said, "No, you're not allowed to ask for soy sauce." And I'm just like, "Do you know what a restaurant is?" Right. But this was not a normal trip to a restaurant we're with your parents. We're not allowed to ask to put right. a little bit of soy this sauce. This was because on our rice. when twenty five, four, 
When 24... One person wasn't there, it's 23. When 23 fourth graders enter a restaurant at the same time, that's a special challenge to the people that run that restaurant. So to make it a little bit less crazy for them, you guys were not allowed to make any requests at all, which included, in your case, not being allowed to ask for soy sauce. How's that pickle? Really good. Yeah. But um, you, of all people, should know why you're not allowed to make requests like that. I do know. It's just annoying. Because, you know, because you've seen TV shows where where that kind of thing uh, is like make or break for that restaurant. Good point. Yeah. You want to scoot your chair in? Nah, I'm fine. Okay. So, hey, we called this, uh, we figured out the name of this podcast yesterday. We did it. Mega Screen Time. Mega Screen Time. And that's because... In addition to talking about whatever we feel like, we're probably really going to be talking about... uh, Video games, TV, stuff like that. Yeah, stuff that's on screens. Um, And other stuff. You know, screen time around our house is a big deal. Uh, We're sort of always talking about it because you're always asking for some kind of screen time and I'm always sort of trying to get you into other things. The funny part is that we're also going to talk about books. We're also going to talk about... Games! Um, news! Yeah, uh, tabletop games. And we're also going to talk about the news We could talk about music. We could talk about food. Right, <laughs> so it's not always going to be screens. But, you know, it's going to be screens. In honor of screens, um, I should ask you a screen question. Like, what you watching these days? I, I, you actually took down notes. So do you want to... Which, um, which list do you want to give me? I want to give the uh, TV show. That okay. I like. So this is a list of yeah. the top five. No, Net- the top three. The top three Netflix shows that Eamon, a nine-year-old boy, enjoys uh, in 2015, in, in yeah. late 2015. Uh, TD or Total Drama, it's, it's, it's kind of like a, um, a game show, but it's fake. It's like a, it's a cartoon game show thing. And then... Um, AFV, America's Funniest Home Videos, and Cutthroat Kitchen. About It's a cooking show where there are four contestants, and it's kind of like other cooking shows, but you can bid on items to help yourself out a ton and make it way harder for your opponents to make the meal. Right. Were, th- were those in any particular order? No. No? Not, not in the top three order? So let's no. let's talk about total drama a little bit. Actually, it kind of is accidentally. So which one is number one? Total drama. Okay, so let's talk about number three first. Let's talk about uh, Cutthroat, Cutthroat Kitchen. Kitchen. Why'd you pick Cutthroat Kitchen as your top three? I don't know. I just really like it. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting show. You know, we started watching it a little while ago on Netflix, and it's a uh, it's a game show where the where the cooks are competing against one another, and they really and have- they get a. Uh, Two hundred, yeah, uh, two no, twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, I think that's right. And they spend it for the bidding to win, but they only the winner only gets the money that they still have. Right, the money buys you sabotages to hurt your opponent's ability to cook under so pressure. Basically, what you do is, uh, if you don't look good at cooking. Then no one sabotages you, and as long as you don't sabotage anyone else, you're basically good to go. Yeah, but as long you, as you actually are a good cook. But really, quite often, the people that win Cutthroat Kitchen are the ones that spend 
all their money. Yeah. Like they, one time there's a guy that just won like 300 bucks. Right, because the you have to bid on and the sabotages. Like stealing your opponent's fresh food and replacing it with horrible canned. processed food or canned food. Yeah. And other things that you have to cook under pressure. Yeah, Cutthroat Kitchen. Number two. America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, which is something that's been around for quite some time. And you just discovered it like in the last couple months because you no, actually... No, I discovered it like a year ago. You well, you saw it on uh, uh, on actual legitimate... TV. Yeah, you saw it on free actual TV. legitimate over-the-air television. And then I figured out it was on Netflix. Yeah. And I've been watching it ever since. Right. So uh, anything you've noticed about those videos? The, the one that wins is usually not a person getting hurt. It's never like doing a backflip on a trampoline and hitting your nuts or something. It's always ones that are jokes. Right. Yeah, you did a really good... I was shocked because I, I can't stand it when it's on. There's... it. The videos suck me in eyeballs stuck to screen and I'm, I can't turn away and yet... The way that the man makes fun of those videos uh, just uh, lulls me into a sense of uh, deep, like, anxiety. I just don't like how he talks or what they say. But you you were watching yesterday, and you totally called it. Uh, You knew which video was going to win the contest. Right when I saw it, I was just like... That one wins. Yeah, it was the the, the lady who got a big toddler's in, sock stuck in her braces. Yeah, so when we when we saw number three, when we saw the top three, and it was in, I was like, "Yep, they're definitely gonna win," and then they did. Yeah, that America's Funniest Home Videos. It's a real uh, it's a real winner. It's been around for 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 more than twenty years now. So uh, number one on the list is Total, Total Drama. Drama. Which is an animated game show, game show kind like, of thing, but really dangerous. Dangerous for the people that would, if it was real, be in. Dangerous how? Like really, really easy to die doing it. Like what? Like uh, jumping into a jumping into a lake with piranhas and sharks in it. Okay. And diving off cliffs. Which they're doing. With bungees. Because do people get kicked off of the show if yes. they lose? If the, at the very end, the losing team votes to kick someone off. Oh. Does that person ever come back on the TV show ever again? They have a chance of coming back next season. And every single season, there there is a time that that, that someone can join in the, in the middle of the season. Either people who got out can rejoin, people from previous seasons can join, and new people can come in, and hosts can come in. Oh, okay. So Sometimes. It's, so it's a it's just like a reality TV show. It's just like yep. Survivor. Kind uh, of. But there's also another element that Mom and I have noticed. I think, I don't know if you pointed it out to us. Cause really funny? We don't really watch this show at all. It's something that you've uh, enjoyed by yourself. But uh, you were telling us that uh, a lot of the characters have crushes. Yes, there's that. I pointed that out, yeah. Yeah. It's like a, um, it's a kid's show. Also, kind of also for teenagers. Yeah, kind of a tweenager show. What kind of pickles do you have in there? You want to give a, do a pickle endorsement? What brand of pickles are you enjoying? 
Woodstock. Woodstock brand organic dill. Kosher dill pickles. Yeah, maybe we can get them to sponsor our podcast, Damon. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We're so, eating them every time. <laughs> and do you recommend these pickles highly? Yeah, they're pretty good. So cool, man. That was, those are your top three Netflix shows here on Screen Time. Then, then they have my books, too. Mega. Mega. You forgot the mega. Screen Time. Can't believe it. Um, do you want to ask me anything? Sure. What are some of your favorite games, like board games or card games? Ah, board games and card games. Well, I'm looking at our game shelf right in front of me. Good point. And it all depends. Like, if you and I are just going to play a game, just you and me, and there we don't have, like, a fourth or fifth person. Oh, right now, I'm really excited about Hive. Hive, yes. Oh, Hive yeah, is really fun. Um, you know, mm-hmm. there's nothing I like better than being stuck somewhere with you where we weren't planning on being stuck when we have hive and then or there's connect four. Oh yeah connect four. because like the other day we were we were at a party and like things were kind of getting weirdly uh i don't know things were settling down or you know the party was getting what late party? we were at that housewarming party down there oh yeah for the californians that just bought a house in what Portland. did we play we didn't play anything we played connect four we did? Yeah, we had a lot of fun. And we also, we played the Connect Four the, with the brand new game mechanic. Oh, yes, you Where can you can pop punch it. out. Your... That was like three or four months ago. I know, but I'm looking at Connect Four across the room and yeah. I'm still thinking about Old how much one. fun that was. Because I've been playing Connect Four. Mastermind. For, well, there's Mastermind <laughs> as well, which is a wonderful game. Good I've been playing Connect Four uh, since I was a wee lad. And I've always been really good at it. Uh, and then you have come along, and you've been playing Connect Four now your entire life with me. And Not my entire life. Almost. Like and when I was four or I know, something. I know. And uh, and you're uh, quite good at it, and sometimes you beat me, but mostly you don't. And then uh, playing playing with that punching out mechanic, which so is you can the punch po- out the bo- bottom yeah. row in one of your turns instead of placing a, a checker. Just one. I won by it. You can yeah. win by it. You're just like, pop, I win. Yeah, you can totally... And you can it, accidentally make the opponents win on your team. Yeah, it's amazing. That's a pretty cool thing. So that, that makes me turn, happy. sorry. So yeah, that's... I mean, I could talk about games for a long time, but those are those are my favorites right now uh, that I'm looking at across the room. So I, uh, I don't know... Well, yeah, you have some more stuff on your list of things you wanted to talk about today. You ask. Okay. Well, I was going to talk about the fact that we went to, well, we went for a walk yesterday, Sunday afternoon, and uh, we were walking around a neighborhood that we don't usually stroll around because we don't live anywhere. You know, we don't live within walking distance of that neighborhood, but Portland's full of walking neighborhoods. And we're strolling around, and we walked past a video rental store. Yes. And it was such a funny experience because there used to be video rental stores everywhere. Yeah. There used to be giant video rental stores that were like Safeways, like without any um, like uh, special value, just places where there was piles and piles of every video, but not not the weird ones. You might not mm-hmm. be able to find like old Felix the Cat cartoons. You might oh, only yeah. be able to find like the new releases and stuff. So. Those those went out of business. Those are gone because everyone's using Netflix and uh, iTunes, you know, getting their movies off the internet now. So 
when I find a video rental store, I think, huh, this must be a special place. This must be a special neighborhood. And so we went to Clinton Street Video, and we rented way too many videos. They have to be returned. Uh, Four of them, and they have to be returned by Friday, and yeah. it is Monday. So you picked out, do you remember what Felix you picked Felix the Cat and Rude. Uh, right. Oh, my God. Yeah, you, you picked out the new... Uh, Fury Mad Road, Max. yeah, Fury Road, Which, and Felix the Cat, and Felix the Cat, Old. and you picked out one more. Crazy yeah, Daddy video. Daycare. You picked out Daddy Daycare, and then you got a Kindergarten Cop. So because because Eamon picked out Daddy Daycare, I felt like okay, let's do this. Let's watch Daddy Daycare and Kindergarten Cop. Daddy Daycare has a reputation of being a terrible movie, but you never know. Kindergarten Cop is the exact same plot, as far as I can tell. Well, maybe. We'll find out. But I also picked out Kindergarten Cop because I have a thing in which, as your father, I really, really enjoy sharing with you Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Oh, he's in it. Yeah. Did you remember the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies we've, yeah. we've watched together? especially Basically Terminator yeah. and the running one. Yeah. Yeah, the running one. Running Man. Running Man, yeah. So, yeah, Terminator, Running Man, and then... Oh, yeah, I, re- I made a list of the, my top five Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. You did? Cool. Yes, which is funny because I realized I don't actually have a sixth favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. It's this top five, and then that's it. And I thought I loved every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, and it turns out that I only love five of them. Total Recall which you haven't seen yet, which I think we have sitting over there. I think I might have bought it at the grocery store one day. Running Man, which we have seen. Terminator. Terminator 2. And Predator. Although the funny part was... Oh, yeah, Predator. I would have put Predator on the list uh, in previous years, and then we actually watched it the other day. That was not the other day. That was like a year ago. It was this summer. That was? Wow. We watched Predator this summer, and I re- and I realized so it was literally like five months ago. Yeah, that it's uh, not it's as not good as I remembered day. it. That's it's, not the other day. It's actually. What did you think of Predator? That was pretty good. See, my recollection is you complained the entire time that it was until it actually got to the action scene. Yeah, that it was boring. That you were that you had to wait way too long for the monster to appear and do things, and that actually seemed like a reasonable criticism of the movie to me. That you have to wait until, like, the last, like, 15 minutes of the show before you even get to see it. Yeah. But that was Predator. Movie. Uh, which did you like better, Terminator or Terminator 2? 2. Yeah, why? I don't know. I like it was about the kit. Yeah. And it was Terminator versus Terminator. Right. New versus old. And old wins. good point terminator 2 also you know is this movie from the early 90s when that director and movies in general just got bigger explosion budgets so terminator 2 had a lot of uh trucks crashing into buildings in a way that um terminator 1 was much more low budget yeah uh, when I was a kid, that really impressed me. So, but the 
this is all leading up to the idea that we're going to watch Kindergarten Cop later and talk about it. Android Rage. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. Well, that's a funny thing is we can we can tease the idea that we also had a uh, this summer late this summer we had a Mad Max marathon where we actually watched all three all three Mad Max films. Is that the right name of the franchise, Mad Max? No, because the first one's Mad Max. The second one's Mad Max. Um. Uh, something, something, something. <laughs> and the third one's Beyond Thunderdome. Mad, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. What's the second one called? It's uh, something about a road... Warrior. Road, road Warrior. Warrior. Road Warrior. Thank you, Elza. Mad Max, they all have Mad Max in them. Right. Which of those three did you like the best? Uh, I'm trying to remember. What Road Warrior? Oh, yeah, Road Warrior. The middle one? Yeah. Why did you like Road Warrior? I liked the kid. And it, all of them had one kid. First one's the baby. Second right. one's the kid with the boomerang. And third one, well, all those kids. Right. Yeah, third, the third, the third one was kind of all over the place. Um, That's probably why I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, the second one is considered the best. You know, I really, though, not having seen any of them, uh, I really enjoyed the first one the most because it was so like indie and uh low budget and scrappy i really liked it and then the idea that it um wasn't a post-apocalyptic scenario pre-apocalyptic yeah i thought that was really amazing and the the whole idea that like right before it really gets big right and i read that they they actually had a police station in jail yeah and jobs and stuff uh so yeah uh, we're going to watch Fury Road later on this week, apparently, when we uh, carve out some time. And then we can have uh, a podcast about that. Yes, so yeah, I'll man. be the next one, then. But uh, Kindergarten Cop, that's all I care about, <laughs> is what you're going to think of Kindergarten Cop. Because you're, you're in fourth grade, so you're actually... Yeah. You're probably the right age for Kindergarten Cop. What's that? What else is on your list today? A lot of favorites. Where do you like to walk to, like, when we go on walks? Mm. Well, when we're not being wusses, I really am excited about the fact that we can walk all the way down to Reed Lake. And uh, we can now go to New Seasons, too. Yes, we have not yet walked to New Seasons, but Reed Lake is an amazing uh, natural area where there are ducks and trees and wetlands, and it's all on the Reed campus. Uh, You know, that's probably only, like... A mile away from here. So that yeah, nice question. Where do you like to walk to? Hmm. Well, I like the walk we took when we got the videos. Right. So we drove somewhere, parked, and then walked around and just talked about stuff and noticed something interesting about the street. Oh yeah, those uh drainage things rather than drainage pipes. Those, uh, the marshy wetland thing. Yeah, which made me think that that'd be a cool segment for our podcast later is to examine... Nature! Well, those weren't nature. Those were, those were urban Techni- design. Technically, yeah. Those are an interesting thing that Portland has installed in the city landscape where instead of just letting all of the storm water flow down the streets and into the storm drains to go, I guess, to the river... Uh, they capture some of that storm water in these crazy 
like marshland marshland space. parking space things, and we don't know they what they're called. A, they take up parking parking spaces, but they're like um, three little seg- sections divided by uh, thing divided by like bars of concrete, and at the very very first one. Like, at, if there's a hill at, like, the part that's uphill, where the drainage pipe would have been, those go, and there's a gap so that water can flow into there. Right, so the water flows into this uh, uh, pool, even though at the moment there was no water in there. No, but there was some. There's dirt with plants in it, and the water flows in there. It's like a parking space but full of dirt and plants. Two. And then it goes to another section of dirt and plants, and then the bottom section when it's downhill, Fills is up. definitely the wettest section. Yeah, so those were neat. And I don't know if any other city has those. And Portland's a very wet city. And Portland's also a very green city, as in the people that get to run this place uh, make decisions based on what's good for the environment. So I wonder if that's. I wonder if Portland led the way with those weird wetland things to reclaim water. Uh, well, we're going to examine that question later on in another podcast. So cool, man. That was a good uh good topic. What's that? What did you just write down? Reed Lake. Oh, good. Great. Down well, your answers. Well, that's nice. Was there anything else on your list that you wanted to get in this show? Oh, yes. What's your favorite book? Well, right now I am reading um Fallible Fiend by L. Sprague de Camp. And Elsprague de Camp was around from the golden age of science fiction, uh, which I think was pre-war. But uh, this book, he was an older writer, and he was from the early 70s. And it's just pure, silly fantasy. Uh, it's about a demon who is summoned to come into a realm that is like our realm, but actually uh, is slightly different. It's not, it's not this place. And in fact, in the book... He references another version of the Earth where um, magic doesn't work and all the work is done by machines, which is... Basically this place. Clearly where we live. Yeah, and so this demon is summoned into this human realm and has to figure out how humans uh, run their lives and has trouble because he's so logical that he keeps making mistakes. And it's a very funny book. There's a war and he has to help try to win the war for his side even though they're weak. Uh, and they're not very good at politics. What else do you want to talk about? Uh, the books that you you asked questions. Great. Yeah. So you want to talk about some of your favorite books? Yeah. Let's hear it. Get get up close to the microphone, man. Well, this is this one's not in order, but I'll list them in order. Uh, first is Garfield. Second is probably Big Nate. Then Bone, and then uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Hmm. Those are some classic Eamon books. Top five. In order. All graphic novel style, or at least comics. Drawings and words. Sort of. Big Nate, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Garfield, Bone. Bone and Amulet. How about this? If you were stuck on a desert island for a month, which one of those would you bring? Well, since I would probably bring Garfield because there's an entire series, so it'll actually keep me it'll actually keep me busy. 
Right. So Garfield, because there's 27 years of, of Garfield or whatever. A.K.A. 55 books. Yeah. And, and, um. Probably more than, more than then, 35 years of Garfield. Bone has nine books. Amulet has five, six books. Well, actually, Big Nate. Because Big Nate takes longer to read a book, and there are still, like, 25 of them. Yeah, so Garfield doesn't have... And then Diary of Wimpy Kid, there are nine of. Garfield does not have a plot. It's just comic strip after comic Comic strip. But Bone has this giant epic story. Every single book leads into the other one. Yeah. Which all... But uh, Diary of Wimpy Kid and Big Nate don't. Right. Some real amazing literature there. Yeah. Cool, ma'am. Well, well th- Big Nate kind of does. But... I think this has been a wonderful first episode, and I've enjoyed myself. I wonder if, uh, if there's anything else we should let the listeners know about what's coming up on future episodes. We're going to talk about Kindergarten Cop. We're going to talk about Fury Road. Maybe a little more total drama, You're so gonna... that because we might actually watch it with you, so you can actually see it. Right, I've never watched an episode. I've only you've walked seen, in the room. You've seen a little and heard a little. I've only walked through the room. Uh, I don't know if I want to watch total drama. Then, to be what honest, about, I don't know some other cartoon show. Yeah, we can um, talk about Cutthroat Kitchen in the next episode what else is there to say about cutthroat kitchen i don't know yeah i'm kind of over it it was fun to watch the first like 10 episodes and now i'm just tired of seeing people be mean to each other i wish that they could like make a wonderful meal together instead of like alliances yeah ruining each other's days well ma'am i think this has been great and uh on the next episode we'll talk more about things you've watched on screens and things you're reading Mega screen time! Mega screen time.